On today's episode of the Thriving in Ministry podcast, she said I'm pregnant. Today we are talking about one of the most significant events in life in the arrival of a new baby. I'm Kyle Willis, and as always, we're joined by Dace Clifton, founder of DailyPastor.com. Dace, why are we talking about pregnancy on the Thriving in Ministry podcast? Good question, Kyle. It's not a prophetic word or anything like that, uh, as far as I know. There are no new babies that are expected at my house, but for a lot of ministry leaders, particularly those that are new, uh, making a transition into a new church, a new ministry, a pregnancy can really change the dynamic. Your family dynamic is about to change and life is about to change. It is a major event that we're going to talk all about today on the Thriving in Ministry podcast. This is a Thriving in Ministry podcast brought to you by Daily Pastor. This episode does hit a little bit closer for home for me. Uh, And as it works, as we're talking to pastors and church leaders, you know, that first one, especially if a young couple in ministry has been trying, is is surely a blessing and is received well by by family and friends in the church. The second, third one, right, the excitement may wane a little bit, uh, but there's nothing like going, uh, you know, seven years between uh, your first and your second, and then another year between your second and third to really surprise you and surprise those around you, right? Uh, absolutely. I've got family where there was a 10-year gap between what they thought was the last child and an unexpected blessing. And with that unexpected blessing, Kyle, I mean, there's going to be some unexpected stress. We're going to talk quite a bit about that. I also want to give uh, a word to our sponsors today, Kyle. Uh, I am not making this up. There is a doctor in Central Texas, Dr. Richard Chop, who specializes in a surgical procedure that keeps people from uh, experiencing some of the issues that we're talking about. Um, You probably should edit all that out, but that's actually true. (laughs) Richard Chop, I am not kidding. He is one of the best vasectomy surgeons from what I hear. By the way, on Daily Pastor, we're not giving medical advice or endorsing this doctor, just so you're aware. But he is a real guy. His name is Richard Chop. I am not kidding, Kyle. That's unbelievable. It's true, man. You can use the Google and check this. I'm telling you, it's true. Hmm. Uh, well, hey, Dace, we always get started with a, a question of the day, and I've got these random like family uh, note cards. I think uh, it's called Table Topics is the company. So I stole them from uh, my parents' house and decided we would do a little game here. So the question I randomly chose is, if you had to create a motto for your family, what would it be? Wow. Okay. As a recovering workaholic and in the busy rhythms of ministry, I would say rest well. And I know that probably won't be cop. There won't be a copyright on that, but I'm just saying that man, life is so busy. It's coming out of so hard. Ministry can be demanding. You better learn how to rest well, or you're going to burn up. All right. Well, mine's not any better, but I had a 20 second head start, so I'm going to go okay. faith, family, fun. So mm-hmm. I'll throw in the three F's. That kind of works uh, for us. You didn't strike me as the person who liked to have fun, but actually, that's not true. You're a fun guy. Mm-hmm. I went to a Thanks. football game with you recently, and I had fun. Yeah, we did. We did get a hangout. So maybe we would throw football in there. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I enjoyed hanging out with you days at the Casa de Clifton. And days before we start talking about uh, how to respond to maybe a, a unexpected blessing of a pregnancy. That's right. Uh, can you start us off with the verse of the day? Psalms 127, three through four. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb, a reward like arrows in the hand of a warrior are children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. 
awesome passage of scripture that just really focuses on the blessing of children. There's so many things that we can talk about that passage, which we're going to discuss a little bit later in the episode, Kyle. But uh, yeah, what a great reminder of the blessing that children are. So Dace, you recently posted a article on dailypastor.com centered around this topic. Why did you feel like this was important to talk to pastors and church leaders to today? Well, we're touching on something that's really not discussed in ministry circles that often. And I can think of some circumstances, particularly uh, when my wife and I were experiencing a a really demanding time of life and uh, we found out she was pregnant. I've just got to be honest with you, Kyle. My first response to that, although I told my wife, hey, awesome, I'm excited, uh, was anxiety. Hmm. And the reason why I was anxious was because I was thinking about the finances. I was thinking about all of these different factors that I could not control and what the implications might be. And one day I was praying about it and I knew, you know, that I should be grateful and, and praising God for this pregnancy. But man, there was just this this anxiety. And after praying about it for a couple of weeks, I remember I was walking across the campus at Southwestern actually, and there was a young lady about 18 years of age walking in the opposite direction. She had her headphones on and I looked up and I saw her from about probably 50 feet away. And in that moment, God just so clearly spoke to me. And what he said, not in an audible way, was, look at the blessing before you. Do you think for a millisecond that you're going to regret the blessing of a child, the expansion of a kingdom, that when you're 70 years old, how you're going to be so thankful and so grateful that I've enlarged your family? And that moment, man, was just humbling. It was I think it was somewhat of a rebuke because I had just been focused more on the finances and the financials and the stress and all of that instead of the blessing that it really was. Right. And one of those stressors too can be having to expand your car. So personally, we're going through this now where we're going from two to three kids after the first of the year. uh, And you look up and you're like, no longer does the small SUV we have cut it. Uh, We've got to upgrade. And so, yeah, there's some, I keep putting off that decision and that purchase, but there are certainly some stressors that happen uh, in the life of a marriage and especially when you start adding kids to it, can cause some stress. So uh, totally get it. Let's encourage pastors today. Well, that's right. And I think we do need to talk about this subject because there's not just the financial stresses. There can be actually increased marital stress. And there's multiple reasons why we want to talk about how to navigate this season well. And that's really at the heart of what we're going to do, Kyle, in this time is talk about how to navigate this news that should be very exciting and a blessing well. So she said, I'm pregnant. And after the anxiety and stress wears off, Dace, what's the first thing you want pastors and church leaders to know? Well, I think it's critical that we understand that this new season, which is going to be trying in some capacity, especially if you're in a demanding ministry situation and maybe you aren't expecting the the news. I think the takeaway is, is to understand that pregnancy is an opportunity to grow in offering grace towards your spouse. We know that that when when news of pregnancy comes, we there's all types of other factors, hormonal factors, uh, other stressors, and so it can be a time really where there's some just additional pressure. And when that pressure happens, instead of allowing it to erode your marriage relationship, man, focus on showing grace towards your spouse. Before the birth of our second child, uh, we made it a point to go to a weekend to remember. 
Uh, we did that probably, I would say, about 45 days before my daughter was born. And to be candid with you, Kyle, our marriage health was, I would say, it was near the top of where it had ever been. But we wanted to go because we knew we were going to be stepping into a season where it was going to be a little more challenging uh, having another child. And so, yeah, the takeaway really is see this as an opportunity to show Jesus to your to your spouse, whether you are the party that is pregnant or whether you are the grateful spouse that is excited about that pregnancy, to love the other person the way that Jesus has loved you. Well, in Ephesians 5.28 says, In the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies, he who loves his wife loves himself. You know, and I'm also thinking about out of Hebrews 4 and that Christ is sympathetic to our struggles. Uh, and so I think we have to be sympathetic as well towards our spouse and uh, offer grace in abundance. Uh, so, certainly something that I'm uh, learning continuously. So, Dace, I also think a pregnancy is an opportunity to trust in God's provisions for the future. Well, that's right, Kyle. And the scripture is fearful of these promises that just frankly say we can trust God. We can trust God with the provision that he's going to provide, whether that's for another vehicle. I'm personally hoping you get some type of gigantic lifted monster truck. Yeah, that, you know, you're in Oklahoma. And so, you know, something that a ladder would be needed to get up in. Absolutely. We probably shouldn't pray for monster trucks, I would imagine. But nevertheless, we can have confidence in God's provision, man. And, you know, it's funny. It's easy to tell people that, hey, you should trust God and the provision that he's going to provide. But when you're the one in the driver's seat, no pun intended, uh, that's when it really becomes a situation where, hey, I've got to trust God that he's going to take care of this situation, that he's going to provide a vehicle or the finances that are needed, or additional housing that may be needed, something of that nature. God's got you on this. And so it's an opportunity to grow and trust Him. Yeah, Dason, what you're talking about you know, comes out of Psalms 37, and even in Luke 1, uh, where Gabriel visited Mary. But uh, Psalm 37 says, I've been young, and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, or his children begging for bread. And so what a great promise that we have that God will always provide. Well, that's right. In the context of your biblical community, also to share that with those that are around you, right? I mean, you're part of a church, and when there is a struggle, uh, man, those things are to be shared. Hey, pray for me. As leaders, sometimes we keep silent about the challenges and the struggles that we face when the truth of the matter is there might be people that might be more than willing to help you navigate that season, and they might be the tool that God uses to bless you and meet some of those physical and tangible needs. Hey, Dason, so I know we've talked about the provision of God, and we've also talked about uh, pregnancy as an opportunity or can be to grow in offering grace towards our spouse, but also pregnancy is an opportunity to expand the kingdom through discipleship. Uh, you know, give me your thoughts on that. Um, what made you write that in this article on dailypastor.com? Well, discipleship is a buzzword in the church, and it should be. It should be the buzzword for the last 2,000 years. Jesus has given us this commission, this command to make disciples, this imperative command. There should be no better opportunity for disciple-making than in your own home. And so often it is the case that when we think about discipleship, we think about meeting with a group of men or women over a period of time to 
pour our lives into them and life on life experience. But there's no more real expression of discipleship, I believe, than what comes in the home in the evenings as you spend time together, as your children see you navigate the challenges of life and of ministry. And so, man, our first priority, other than loving Jesus, should be to pour into the immediate group of people that God has given us, our, our spouse and our children. You know, I just think that that should be at the core of our Christian experience. And so when we're talking about, wow, we get that news that our spouse is pregnant, you know, this is a tremendous opportunity to expand the kingdom, to pour into another person who, frankly, your legacy is going to live beyond you, most likely, through this child. And so what a tremendous opportunity. And I think we should view it like that, that this is a blessing. God is more than able to provide. Um, His kingdom can be expanded. And I can grow in grace as I love my spouse well, even when, man, there's challenging things going on. Well, Dace, I appreciate you sharing these points with us today. As we are wrapping up here, if there was one thing that you would want pastors and church leaders to know who may have just gotten the news, what would your one piece of advice be to them? I think just to view this thing the way that the Bible views it, it's a tremendous blessing. And when you are breathing some of your last breaths before you see the face of Jesus, to see the face of children that you've poured your life into, that you've loved, that they've seen you endure difficulty and overcome challenges through the grace of Jesus, man, what a legacy that is. And uh, I'm looking forward to meeting Jesus, but also in those sweet moments, perhaps through God's grace, to be surrounded by those that God has given you. It's just a precious gift. Well, thank you for joining us today as we talked about She Said, I'm Pregnant on the Thriving in Ministry podcast. Be sure to visit us at dailypastor.com. You can find an article on this subject with some more encouragement. Uh, Also, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter, get access to our latest content, resources, and news. Well, that's right. And by the way, if for any of our listening audience, if you know of any sweet deals on a big, juicy van, hey, be sure to shoot me an email at thedailypastor at gmail.com. I'll be sure to put you in connection with Kyle because he is in the market for a big, juicy van. Hey, God bless. Hope you have a great day. Here's how Daily Pastor supports church leaders. First, register your email to get access to our latest content. Second, subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media. Third, get the encouragement and tools you need. This is a Thriving in Ministry podcast brought to you by Daily Pastor.